I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. Greetings, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining us this evening are Mike and Kristen Berry of Confessions of an Adoptive Parent. So, welcome. Hi, it's so good to be here. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, yes, glad to have you on. I (laughs) I feel like um, in the interest of those who have like audio monitors and stuff, um, to explain that that Mike's actually not at home. He was out promoting the book today, so he's calling in. So it sounds like an actual radio yep. show with a with a guy on the phone. <laughs> the so phone. I think that kind of adds something cool. If you ask, a cool me. effect, <laughs> the unplanned effect. I That's love right. It. That's right. Okay. So yeah. So the reason that the berries are on with us tonight is because um, y'all have a new book that is coming out, and it is a hundred questions. That I just forgot the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! He's what? like, I had it right here. So, and- so, Mike and Kristen, why don't you tell us what the title of the book is? I would be happy to tell you about that. <laughs> so, our new book is called "Honestly Adoption: Answers to One Hundred and One Questions About Adoption and Foster Care." That's awesome. There That's you, very there cool. you go. So, um, so there are a lot of questions, right? Obviously, a hundred and one, and and some of them um, are like you know, things that, that I hadn't considered. And, and we were licensed as foster parents, what, 14, 15 years ago. Yeah, 15 years. Adopted, you know, our kids along the way from, from, the, um, from the foster care system. So, I mean, do you guys want to just start with kind of telling us a little bit about why you decided to write this book? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think for us, uh, I, I always want to go back and tell kind of the backstory of, where this book came from. And really it starts in 2002 when we started the adoption process. Uh, We had a whole lot of questions and very little answers. It was kind of like we were knocking on a door and nobody was answering. And we kind of felt like we are out here on our own and we've got to figure this out. And as the years progressed, we realized, oh my gosh, we don't understand why this child who we thought everything was fine is all of a sudden melting down and it doesn't make sense. You know, it's just kind of all, all of a sudden out of nowhere. Right. Um, and then in 2014, I think it was 2014, we actually co-wrote a book, uh, a self-published book called the adoptive parent toolbox. And it was like a, a much smaller version of honestly adoption. And I remember looking at that book and we wrote that book because we, we realized man, back when we first started, we had a lot of questions, very little answer, very few answers. And I bet there are other people that feel the same. Oh yeah. And I remember looking at that book. I remember looking at that book, the finished product of that book and thinking, this is just the beginning. Like this book is going to be, we're going to expand this someday. Yeah. And then of course we went on with our, with our, you know, our blogging, podcasting, speaking careers. And then lo and behold, our publisher Harvest House, approached us uh, about a year, I think it was about a year and a half ago, and said, hey, listen, um, you guys have this podcast called Honestly Adoption, the Honestly Adoption Podcast. Um, We would love it. Our team has been talking. We would love it if you guys would um, turn that into a book. And in the beginning, we were like, we have no idea what what this would look like. And then we kind of went back to those roots of, man, 
what was it like for us when we first began, even not even when we first began, but even like years into our journey, um, not understanding how trauma affects our kids and how, um, you know, how to build healthy attachments with them. We started to realize there's all these questions we had. Um, and we kind of revisited where we began with the adoptive parent toolbox and realized, man, let's, let's, let's create a resource that, that if people were in conversation with one another and one of the, one of the, the parties involved said, man, I've got this question. I just, I just adopted, I just started fostering and I have no idea where to begin that someone could literally slide the book across the table and say, this Here, answers this. a lot of your questions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the why behind it. Well, I, you know, when you said in 2002, when, when you started, you know, I was talking to somebody about this the other day that we almost take it for, for granted now, uh, particularly here in Dallas where, where we live, you know, TCU is like 40 minutes from our house. Uh, you know, Empower to Connect was headquartered down here for a long, long time. And I think we sometimes take it for, for granted that, that there's just so much information about this now. Um, but when we started in, in 2004, uh, we didn't know anything either, right? And it was, it was like the Wild West with your eyes closed, <laughs> right? But, but the thing about yeah. that, why I think that, that a book like this really has, has, has great value is because I was on the phone with uh, somebody in Illinois the other day. And she said to me, man, a lot of these things that you guys like almost take for granted, people are just learning in a lot of places yeah. around yeah. the country. And, and I think that's, we yeah. can never forget that every day there's somebody new that's coming to this. Right. And because right. and, and I think a lot of times you think about what, what can be the next level of resources we can create and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. but, but giving them the questions you should be asking, um, I think is a great place to start. And we can never, ever neglect our responsibility to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Well, and I Absolutely. think as I was looking at like the questions that you were asking, these are questions that sometimes people wouldn't even think to ask before they adopted and would be really good to consider before they adopted, right? Yeah. I mean, if you had considered that before you adopted, you might start off on a better foot. You know, you might Absolutely. go a different route with different things, you know? And so I, as I was looking at them, I was like, yeah, these are, these are questions that we get all the time. They're, you know, it's, it's nothing new, you know, every, every new person that comes into adoption or foster care asks the same types of questions, but then also those next level, like, Oh, I never even thought about that. And I, I remember, you know, just even for us when we were um, foster parents having a more experienced foster mom ask me, what would you do if this happened? And it was something in, in our fostering journey. Um, and I said, I never thought about that. And, Lo and behold, we had a conversation about it. And, you know, three or four months later, that very scenario happened and right. I was able to answer that. And so just having thought about it ahead of time made that situation a little less stressful because I wasn't going, oh, I never thought about this. Oh, my gosh, I have to make a decision right now. You know, so I love Absolutely. that you yeah. got all those questions. All right. Can, can, can I ask you guys a quick question? Because um, yeah. in, in a lot in a lot of ways. Um, you're on the podcast and I said, can I ask a quick question? <laughs> I'd like yeah, to, I'd like to apologize. Yeah. I'd like to apologize for my, for my really stupid question. Um, but here's the real question. So, um, you know, uh, we've gotten to know you guys over, over the years and, um, when we're, you know, the same events and stuff, we, we try to connect and, you know, in a lot of ways, our families kind of mirror each other, but, but one of the ways that they really mirror each other, um, is that husband and wife work together. Now, 
Mike, you said you wrote the um, Adoptive Parent Toolbox in 2014. And then um, as people who know you guys know that Kristen wrote a book, you wrote two books. And then, so was that such a difficult experience writing together? Um, there's more. Uh, that, that it took you five years to, to forget about it, to do it again, because my wife and I create stuff together. Right? We do the podcast together. We've got the, the children's ministry training and uh, parents and all those things. Um, tell us a little bit, give us some insight into the complexities of creating something like this with your spouse. Sure. If you want to really challenge your <laughs> parents. I love how Christian likes it. I'll answer that. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I have an answer. No. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it challenging to work on something together? Absolutely. Um, I think especially when you're married, because you know, we're in the closest relationship with each other uh, more than anybody I've ever worked with before. I was always still, you know, very polite to the people I worked with outside of this job. <laughs> we're in the middle of working on something and it's like, I thought you were going to have your chapter finished and also your socks are on the floor, you know, so it's, yes. you can definitely cross over. Um, but, you know, Mike and I both, I, I think, have been lifelong writers but we did not know that about each other. And so that's mm. been, um, we just, uh, we didn't talk about that before we got married. We both wrote in our free time, didn't share that with anyone. I always loved to write. He always loved to write. Um, and it wasn't until we had been married uh, 12 or 13 years that we even knew that about one wow. another. It was my dream to become an author and it was his dream to become an author. And I think we thought it was such a far reaching thing that we'd never even shared that with each other. And now that we get to work together, um, that's a pretty incredible thing uh, to find out, you know, this many years into marriage that that we even have that in common. And then to be able to share that dream and share that success together, that's pretty incredible. So yeah, the yeah. day in and day out of, of editing each other's, you know, <laughs> chapters or trying to, trying to even nail down which 101 questions we're going to sure. answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that's a lot of work, but in the end to be able to look at a product that we worked on together, yeah. you know, that's just, that's pretty incredible. That is fun. Yeah. I had a, um, I had a, a, we had, I, I was on a podcast with a mutual friend of ours today doing a recording and he asked me the same question. In <laughs> fact, the last two podcasts we've done before this, we had that same question. And when he asked me that question today, he's like, what's it like to write a book with your wife? And I said, it's like a mixture of marriage counseling, a bar fight, potentially a legal separation, uh, reconciliation. And I said, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I said, man, if Kristen heard this, she would be really upset that I said bar fight in a, in a podcast. I said more so than a legal separation. So, which, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm which totally is why kidding. you wanted to say it in um, another podcast, right? So you can make sure you exactly, got it in a couple. Yes. <laughs> I want to make sure that she heard it. So when she hears the other one, she's like, what? You know, no, I, I, I do think it's, I do think it's really, uh, it was a really good exercise for us because we both have very different work styles. I'm a, I'm a silent processor and Kristen's a verbal processor. And so, um, this, this helped us because we've actually, um, we've actually signed another contract to write and uh, co-write another book, um, for 2020 and so this was a really good exercise for us. And it was, it, it was trying at times, but it was, yeah. 
you know, you, you look at the product now and I'm actually holding a copy in my hand right now. I'm talking to you guys. I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away by the process and, and just how, um, we're proud of this project and we're proud that we've, we've been able to accomplish this together and yeah, that we're able to holistically. Yeah. We're and, and be able to holistically, um, for the most part, holistically speak into the journey, um, into people's lives. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it was a really, um, it was a growth, uh, a growth process for sure. Uh, grow, grow closer together, I assume. <laughs> yes. Awesome, awesome, yes. awesome. Communication skills were probably built, right? Because right? yeah. I just thought when my caddies turned to Aunt Susan and said, it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then winked at us. Uh, <laughs> With no exposition whatsoever, right? Yes. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, so guys, um, we talked a little bit earlier that uh, this book was written for an audience of people who might have questions before they're adopting what would you say to like seasoned veterans who have been in the trenches for years? What, what, what can they get out of this book? So we actually went to our readers and uh, polled our readers to find these questions. So, um, yeah, I would say even seasoned adoptive and foster parents had some pretty good, uh, pretty specific mm. uh, questions about everything from, you know, what to do about bedwetting, what to do about um, not bedwetting, uh, urinating on other objects, things that, you know, I think, like you said, you didn't right. think about that before. <laughs> I didn't think you, I needed to know the answer right. to that question, right? right? Thought, yeah. Don't we, don't we use the toilet? So, um, you know, a lot of those questions came directly from our readers, people who have been foster and adoptive parents that for a still while. still were searching for answers yeah. on things. Right. Yeah. There are always... Yeah more there are always more questions always more things that we haven't really thought through yet yeah there's there's really um three there's really you know in the online marketing world we you know which we there's a part of, of what we do that is in the online marketing world you talk you know oftentimes you want to you want to have like this one avatar this one target audience but we found that in this book there's really three audience members there's the pre-adoptive pre-foster care there's the post adoptive post foster care parent. And then there's the seasoned veterans. So there's really three areas yeah. that we cover. And I think what's valuable about having seasoned veterans contribute roughly 98% of the content we covered. Like we asked our audience, tell us, you know, help us write this book. I think what's valuable is that, you, you know, if you are, a, if you're just beginning or you haven't started yet and you're like, man, I have questions. I've, I've heard, I've, I've heard what Hollywood has to say about adoption and foster care. I've seen celebrities adopt, but what's the, what's the real deal? What's the skinny on this? Well, you have seasoned veterans who have, who have posed questions that will help you. Um, it, it's not meant to scare you away from the journey, but it's meant to prepare you and help you become the best parent possible. You know, the, the best equipped parent, I should say possible. So so it, it really kind of centers around those three target audience members. Well, I'm sorry. I just say I, I love, uh, you know, we obviously have the advantage of having seen the books and, and have, uh, you know, and read the questions. Um, and so when this, by the time this comes out, other folks will obviously have purchased the book and, and, and seen it and read it. But there were just some of those questions that really, really jumped out to me because they're the ones that over the years we've either really being confused by people asking them of us or we've really kind of bristled and responded poorly when people have asked them 
uh, from us. So, <laughs> so I want to just throw a few out, and then I want to end with the last one that I hope we can discuss for just a second, okay? Like, will, sure. I, will I ever love our child? Um, people are like afraid to ask questions like that, right? The, to, to me, that's one of those, those, those discussion points that illustrate why you need to be in community with, with like-minded, with, with families who built their family the way they are. Because when you're around people who have like, you know, 2.3 bio kids and, and you know, you know, and I'm saying, and, and they don't really understand when you say, man, I just need a break from the kids. Um, I, I need a minute, yeah. here, right? And so that way, when right. you're around like-minded people, you can have that conversation and nobody judges you, Yeah. right? And, and so that's what that question made me think of. Like, will I ever love my child? How can I empower our child to have their own relationship with their biological family members? I mean, that's a question most people are just afraid to ask, maybe even afraid to even think of. But here's afraid the, to hear the answer even. Yeah, afraid yeah. to hear the answer. That's, yeah. that's a good point. But here's the one I was hoping we could bet around for a second. How do I respond to people who praise me for adopting? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's, it's, you know, when you first start the journey, I feel like that's the thing. People are like, oh, yeah, I am doing a good thing. Yeah, and that's great. And then after a while, you're like, yeah. I don't feel like I'm doing anything good. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm messing up more than I'm doing anything good. You know, I, when, when we first began this journey, I, uh, this, I, I kind of took on that hero complex, you know, so I've kind of been to the dark side of this, of the, you know, this, this question in particular, because I used to love the praise. Like, and I'm talking like years ago in the very beginning, first couple of years, because it took me a while to realize like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing this because I'm some superhero or I'm so amazing. I'm doing this because I'm, I've been called to do this. And um, you know, I am caring for children who, um, who are in need and it's not about me. It's, it's about them. It's about empowering them and, and pouring into them and, and bringing hope, you know? And so, you know, I think that the, the, one of the reasons why this, this is in there is that first of all, in surveying our audience, we, you know, we had several people say, this, this was like a repeated question in the survey, you know, that, yeah. uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to respond when I walk into our church lobby and, um, you know, people are gathering around us and saying, Oh my gosh, you're so amazing. You know, you're, you're just, you're just an angel, you know, Oh my gosh, I could never do what you do. You know, um, yes. cause we've all had those moments where people, um, people say that to us. And, you know, one of the things that we're really quick to tell people is that, those are the people you want to keep at arm's length. The people who are like singing your praises and they're like, you're so amazing. You're an angel. I could never do what you do. You know, it's like you be, be polite to them, be kind um, because they, you may be the only example of foster care and adoption they ever see. But the reality is um, I think that we're in a place um, where we need to constantly um, be deflecting that as best we can, you know, and I, and that can look, you know, that can look different for, for different people. But for us, um, we're really quick to remind people that, you know what, we're, we do this cause we're called, you know, we're, we're not, we're not saviors. We're not, you know, here superheroes who swoop down and, and, you know, just pulled this child out of like this deep, dark place. And our children may have come from, uh, some difficult, uh, backgrounds, but, you know, I think real, realistically you want to, and I'm pretty blunt with this, that those are the people that you want to keep at arm's length because they can also be the people that when suddenly your child flips out in the middle of the church lobby, 
Um, they're the first to like, you know, wide eyed jaws drop. Like I, you know, what's, what's wrong? Are you a terrible parent? What's wrong with you? You know, those are the people that can sometimes turn on you the quickest. And so, um, I think that the, I think that, you know, where it comes down, what, what it really comes down to for us, um, and for families like us, our families like ours is that we need to be really quick to, to, we need to be kind. We need to be compassionate with people who are singing our praises. But I think there's a place where we need to stop and say, Hey, you know what? Um, we're called to do this. Like we're not, we're not amazing. We're not, we're not saviors. We're not heroes. We're just people called to love children and, you know, provide a home for children. That's what our calling is. Yeah. I, I, I like to tell people if you knew who I really was, you wouldn't have said that. Right. <laughs> well, and yeah. I think always, always reflecting back that this, it is something that God's called us to do and it isn't for everybody, but everybody can do something. something yeah. And, yeah. and just that mentality of, you know, I'm, I used to say that to people all the time. Oh, I could never foster. Right. We fostered for 10 years. <laughs> right. And I was like, Oh, right. I could never yeah. foster. And it wasn't until God called us to fostering that I could foster. Right. At that point in time, I really couldn't. Um, but yeah, it yeah. is, it is so interesting when people, they surround you and they do those things and they say those things and you're it, you do get in that place where you're like I don't even know what to say to you because I don't yeah. that's not where yeah. I am anymore. Yeah. Well there were there were a couple of great yeah. things about about your answer Mike. Uh one is the transparency was awesome. Um but the other thing that was yeah. really awesome about it was you reminded us like two or three times to be kind to those people. Right? Don't be dismissive, Absolutely. don't don't be snarky, don't be any of those things, but just be kind because they don't know. Um, they don't know what it's like and they don't know what it takes. And, and I will tell you that, that Kayla and I came to, to, to foster care all those years ago, well, about 15 now, um, thinking we were going to save um, the world one foster child at a time. And it's not until the Lord worked that spiritual pri- pridefulness out of us that we actually were able to be of any use in the kids' lives. Yeah, right? I mean, right. we had to get to a point where we realized that, that – it's like that, that hymn, nothing in my hands I bring, only to thy cross I cling, right? Until we actually got to that place, um, I don't think we were actually helping anybody uh, in, in any real ways. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that compassion and kindness is, you know, we say this a lot um, throughout the book, but we also say this a lot in some of our live trainings. We're always quick to remind, especially when people are, are struggling with, um, you know, family members and and you know, helping their extended family to understand, you know, their, this family dynamic, you know, we're all, the first thing we always encourage people to do is, you know, you need to be kind, but firm, um, kind, because you may be the only example, the only positive example of foster care and adoption to this person, um, firm, because you need to, you need to maintain healthy boundaries, not just for you, but also for your children. Right. You need to be protecting your children, you know, and protecting um, their stories um, right. because it's their story, right? So uh, I think that calm and firm, kind and firm, they, they win the day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I do want to I do want to share something here, and and Mike, you and I have talked about this, and obviously Kayla and I have talked about this, but I don't know um, if Chris and Kristen and I have talked about this, and I know <laughs> everybody listening has not heard this, but. But for for those of those people who are, are close to what we do, and and we've talked about this just one time in the podcast, twenty eighteen was a pretty difficult year for us. Um, a lot of what we had um, 
placed our, our identity in and a lot of the work we, we, we did, that boat was rocked pretty hard in 2018. And I won't revisit that except for um, on one of the darkest days of 2018, um, I, I received a box. And in the box was the copy of the uh, Confessions of an Adoptive Parent book um, and a couple of things. <laughs> And, and, I'll, and I'll never forget it and actually have it here on my table with me. And so, you know, it is, it is the journal I take with me to church and take notes in during, during the sermon. And, um, and I'm like, I'm just like, like I'm, I'm barely hanging on by a thread. I just want to sit in, in a chair and cry and feel sorry for myself. That's how bad it was. And I get this box and like, like all children, I was excited to get a present and I ripped <laughs> the box open and in the box was, was a copy of, of the Confessions of an Adoptive Parent book and, and this journal. And, and the journal says on the cover, you are not alone on this journey. Yeah. And so when I got that, uh, I, I literally just picked up my phone and called Mike right away and told him what was going <sighs> on. And I will tell you, Mike, that in, in 20, and I, you know this because I've told you this, but, but the listeners get to hear this now. Um, that in 2018, um, that telephone call that you and I had turned my mental state and my outlook around, and it was the best advice that I got from anybody in 2018 how to conduct ourselves in that situation. And so um, I have privately wow. thanked you. I've never publicly thanked you, but I want people to know that, that it's not just that you write books and you, and you teach people and, and you podcast, you do all the things you're known for, but you guys actually... Um, are there one-on-one -on -one helping people in all realms of life, not just adoptive and foster parents. And so at our house, we're grateful for you guys. We're happy that we know you. And I, and I just wanted to share that. Uh, thank you. I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful that that, that, that box um, got to your house and grateful for the opportunity to, to share with you, ma'am. I, I really appreciate that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, let's turn from podcast to love fest. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want to do, want to do next, Chris. Uh, I'm not sure where to go. How uh, <laughs> to pivot this back to the book or, or, or just wrap it up? I mean, uh, well, speaking, on that note, you should read our book. <laughs> right. There you go. And, yeah. and speaking of the book, uh, Mike and Christian have, <laughs> yeah. have graciously, uh, well, they're going to send us a signed copy as soon as they have you know printed copies uh, that we're going to give away to our listeners and. We're going to figure out a way to give it to one of our listeners. Um, so if you're not already a member of our Facebook group, I would advise you to look into that. Just search for the yeah. Empowered Parent Podcast, and it should pop right up. And if you're not following One Big Happy Home on Twitter, if that's your social media uh, platform of choice, you probably want to follow us there as well. And we'll get the word out in a way or another to let you guys know how to uh, maybe win a book from Mike and Kristen. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll include links to every way to contact you guys, which is <laughs> which is numbers in the hundreds now. I think um, <laughs> I think I think like don't you own a company called Berry Nation with like subsidiary corporations <laughs> underneath it or something? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm only I'm only like, like, like slightly I'm only like slightly wrong on the naming of the corporation, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, because you, you guys you guys do do a lot of a lot of things and. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know, Chris, you said you want to wrap it up probably wise because I'm just going <laughs> to. He's going to ramble. I'm going to start telling stories now. and <laughs> yeah, we, we got to keep it bite-sized for our listeners. And Mike, Mike will be like, whoa, you agreed you wouldn't share that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike and Kristen, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. 
Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So if you guys have any questions um, for Mike and Kristen, my, my first thought on that would be, well, read the book first because they might have answered it in there already. <laughs> um, if you do read the book, however, and um, your question's not in there, feel free to shoot it to us at one big happy, uh, I'm sorry, at info at onebighappyhome.com. And uh, we'll either forward it along or we'll see about maybe answering it on a future podcast. If you can be super concise and squeeze it into 208 characters, we're still waiting, still waiting for that first question from Twitter. Somebody please tweet us. It is, it's, it's how Chris Turner knows he's alive. <laughs> Chris loves Twitter and he's very sad that no one has tweeted anything. I was on, I was on Twitter before I was on Facebook. So yeah, it's, it's my jam. Um, you can hit us up there at one big happy home. If you uh, have any other questions that you know, feel don't fit into Twitter or an email, again, you can look us up on Facebook, the Empowered Parent Podcast Community. You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast. If you've gotten any value, enjoyed our show, anything like that, we would appreciate a review in any of these locations. The Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thanks for listening. <laughs>